Welcome to It's the Muppet Show podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Jason. And today I'm Mickey. We're... There. <laughs> yeah, we don't even need to do it. We actually have guests for the first time. Uh, we have very, very special guest stars. Very special guests. Our <laughs> friends uh, Mickey and Leo. We met them at the dump. We did. <laughs> <laughs> so we brought Mickey and Leo on board to watch a couple episodes with us. The first one we're doing is uh, season one, episode 18 with Phyllis Diller. We're very excited. Absolutely. Um, this originally aired on February 14th, 1977. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> uh, I guess we should... What What's your experience with the, the Muppets? What's your... How did, how did the Muppets come into your life, I guess? Um, well, I grew up with the Muppets. I mean, their their show was kind of pretty much um, right in line with my personal childhood development. Right, so, so just they were right staple. off the bat. Absolutely. Perfect. Yes, and uh, I chose this particular episode with Phyllis Diller because I saw Phyllis Diller live in Reno. Hell yes. In a very small showroom in... I don't know, maybe 94, something like that. I can't remember, but nice. uh, it was a lovely room that had velvet wallpaper with Ooh, lots right. of pictures of Brat Pack. Mm, nice. um, uh, that seems very you know, a lot appropriate. A Sammy Davis pictures, a lot of Dean Martin pictures, and Phyllis Diller on stage. So, Oh, man, you can't beat that, that for sure. It how was about, awesome. How about you, Leo? Yes. Oh, How did you, uh, were the Muppets like, uh, did you guys have, did you watch it growing up, or this was is it kind embarrassing? Of like a... This is sort of an embarrassing it's all right. anecdote. I, I, the place I was it. just thinking. I was like, I was like, oh, I, I totally went to a live performance as you were asking Mickey this, and I was like, oh no, wait a minute, that was Sesame Street. Oh, well, that's <laughs> still Muppet. Yeah, that's okay. still Muppet. Yeah, okay, yeah. so that's still Muppet adjacent. That's kind of sure. like I remember sitting down in this like theater. I went with a bunch of my cousins, and uh, this is in California, and there was a live uh, Sesame Street thing. I don't really remember too much. I think I cried. I was pretty young. Yeah, they'll but, make uh, you cry. Muppets will make you cry. They oh, do. Yeah. 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 But um, uh, so pretty early. Cool. Pretty they early came on. on. Yeah, there's some but, there's some scars early on. Yep. And how about the, the, the show itself or movies or anything like that? Was that kind Fraggle of like, Rock was Fra- kind of absolutely like, yeah. yeah I, remember I, wanted to, I wanted to eat like crystals. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Those okay, little dozers. To this day when I see I just like, wanted yes, dozers. Just clear plastic. I'm just like, I'm like I could I could eat that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. totally understandable. Sweet, are Fraggles responsible for like a generation of people wanting to eat those like Tide Pods? Is that the same thing? You know, no. we're, uh, that's that's <laughs> no, a whole that's other podcast. I think it definitely gave too, birth honestly. to Pop Rocks. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Or those candy crystals or like candy. the rings that I you... I love yes. those. I love yes. the rings. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I, it doesn't really matter, but I mean, you guys from are from the West Coast, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I feel... Mickey, you especially, you almost have like, especially now with the all the uh, purchases, you almost have a, a Muppet uh, pedigree with your uh, time at Disney. Yes. So I mean, yeah. you, you you know from pageantry and and uh, absolutely and, and the whole uh, showmaking. Yes, and the way that the costumes work and how they have to modify them for stage versus live and all that stuff is very very interesting yeah i think i was there i mean i don't know when the muppets i don't know when jim henson merged with disney um it was a geez like early 90s like muppet vision 3d did you guys have that at disneyland Uh, no Uh, so when i was at Mm. disney it was it was probably like 
91-ish to like 97-ish. Yeah. And it wasn't really part of Disneyland right. at the time at all. It might have been more in the studio for sure, but in the actual amusement park, it just wasn't, it wasn't present. But, right. you know, that was before California Adventure even, so. And maybe that's where that ended up to too, in yet. for sure. Probably, yeah. But we're here for Phyllis Diller. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Phyllis Diller. Let's talk about it. Um, Phyllis Diller. Is the best. Is the best. <laughs> Uh, so she got her start uh, mostly in 1955. So she had been uh, doing her little like housewife comedy for her friends, uh, you know, doing laundry and mm-hmm. kind of building this like sitcom or sitcom uh, stand-up routine. Yeah. yeah, and she just took off like really, really quickly. So they they moved around a few times for her husband's work, the mm-hmm. infamous Fang, in her uh, stand-up comedy. So, but they ended up in California and she, again, started doing the stand-up for her friends and they encouraged her to go to, I think it was the Purple Onion. The Purple Onion in San Francisco, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, everybody started talking about this woman because there weren't a lot of women doing stand-up. There were hardly any. There yeah. was, I think, one other one, but she <coughs> bowed out kind of before because it was tough, you know? It was definitely Absolutely. a man's world. Yeah, very much like mm-hmm. women are not funny. Like, this yes. is a boys club. Like, nobody yes. can tell jokes like us. <laughs> yeah. And and everybody just immediately fell in love with her, and so she just got on all the late shows, and then just like took off from there in like yep. the course of a year. Yeah, just became the yes. icon that is Phyllis Diller. Um, she became a stand-up comic because she had a sit-down husband. Nice, Whoa. nice. Uh, that has <laughs> aged well. That's that's a Phyllis. Yeah, that's original right there. Yeah. yeah, and and like she doesn't like she doesn't come off as this activist and this feminist. Mm-hmm. And she was like she was asked in interviews like what you know she was pigeonholed as this man hater because she told jokes right, about her husband. About saying, mm-hmm. but she like always had a really good comeback. And like no, right. like I I love men. I couldn't like do my work without like. Where was she doing? Like where was Fang a thing? Like a, I don't know where that nickname came from. No, 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 but I mean, where was this being performed that you could see this? Did I miss Her the stand-up. show? Oh, just in at, stand-up. At clubs. Yeah, just, yeah. she was just she, in clubs. She it did the club circuit. And Fang wasn't really, wasn't really actually her husband. It was like that whole comedy trope. Like, right, right. you know, my wife's so fat that whatever, she whatever. She kind of even mentions that. Spoiler. In yeah. This she does show. talk she about that. If you don't have... X, make he's it a, up. He's a staple day. in her comedy, but he's not necessarily her husband. It's just sort of that right. my husband filler for, you know, her jokes, her setups. Right. So, her, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Her stick. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was she in a lot of movies? Not a ton. TV? She did a lot of guest appearances. Yes. Yeah. And I think she did, didn't she fill in quite a bit for some late night talk show hosts and stuff? I could see her filling in for uh, like Johnny that Carson or something. But I, yeah, I know I she it. showed up on a lot of that stuff. And she was like, definitely like on a lot, a of, that lot stuff. of other people we've talked about. You know, she was definitely on the Love Boat. Laughing. Um, yeah, she did laughing, a lot of like the game kind of shows right. and so stuff. So she was running that sort of circuit for sure. Yeah, a lot of the, you know. Later on, she was on Boston Legal, uh, The Bold and the Beautiful. Um, she did a lot of voice acting work. Yes, um, she did. Mm-hmm. The Mad Monster Party, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, she was in A Bug's Life, mm-hmm. um, where she was Granny Neutron. Um, she was in The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron. Uh, 
boy genius. And um, she also showed up as Thelma Griffin in an episode of Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So she kind of worked kind of straight up, you know, to, to the end. Yes, really, she did. You know. Yeah. The, so the thing that I went down uh, the rabbit hole hard on was... Um, sorry. So the thing that I went down my huge rabbit hole on was... Uh, so she had a show. Yeah. Uh, It was originally called The Pruitts of Southampton It was later called The Phil Stiller Show Yes Um, The Pruitts of Southampton Was you know The well to do family That lost it all Mm -hmm. Uh, I went down this rabbit hole Because I am Pretty convinced that Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. It's, I, it's like it. absolutely. I think Moira Rose totally pulled some of the like. Definitely not the dialect because nothing can compare to the Moira Rose dialect. No. But her look, her motions, like all the wigs, the hair, sure, the fashion, oh, everything yeah. going on yeah, in it yeah, is yeah. super Moira Rose. There's not a ton of yeah. footage available. It was a terrible show. Was that the thing from the fifties you were watching yeah. earlier? That was pretty bizarre looking yeah so they a snuff film or something it was just really bad footage but yeah they uh so it's gomez from the adams family oh that's who that was yep oh raul julia so because of from the show probably aston what was his name word what's a snuff film okay the only time you've talked in the past like six minutes hold up what's a snuff film okay thanks leo right we'll talk to you in the you're welcome. Next episode. <laughs> uh, but the so they they lose all their money because of taxes, and the IRS guy is like on them, and they rent out the room. So it's like it becomes this rotating guest star thing, right? Where people can come in and, and leave. It didn't last three seasons because mm. it was the Pruitts of Southampton, and then it became the Phil Stiller Show, and then it became like the beautiful Phil Stiller Show, and it just they couldn't get it to take off. Yeah, uh, but I, if anybody can find episodes of that, please let me know because I want to watch more of it. Yeah, that would be that would be an interesting interesting watch because the more you, you were talking about that, I was like, oh, it sounds like something I watched recently, of course, and that shit's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be. It's, I mean, that's definitely a a formula that would be right up her alley. I mean, she was a wig collector. Mm. So oh. she had a whole closet That's full very of wigs. On brand with, uh, yeah, Moira. and she yes. always had the, like the facelift and that, comedy and all well, of that. Well, I was gonna get to yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah. gonna get to it, but that was one of the things that actually kind of came up was she was one of the first um, comedians to sort of like embrace that as like a bit, especially mm-hmm. as a female, is like getting work done. Mm-hmm. Like that was like part of her shtick. Which, Which is, is crazy that early on to be like really openly talking about that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. She was given an award for her, um, her basically advocacy for plastic surgery by plastic surgeons. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> wow. That's so awesome. Yeah. They actually gave her a, a nod. I guess yeah, before we start this up, other things will come up as we're going through this. Yeah, um, let's get it started. Uh, she, she is just a huge influence across the board for you know, comics, Joan Rivers, Roseanne Barr, Ellen. Absolutely. And let's start, you know, we're let's start this up. Yeah. Here we go. Huge influencer, Fozzie. Yes. <laughs> and a musician. She was classically trained. Yes, yeah, she has a little bit of that off mm-hmm. uh, in this episode. We're, we're lucky really. enough to get that. <laughs> she had a harpsichord in her bedroom. That's adorable. Which was wow. pretty amazing. Deep dive. Yeah. Nice. I, I love Phyllis Diller. <laughs> she's, she's great. There he is. 
Fozzie Bear. Fozzie the man. And it is fitting. When we watched this before, we were like, oh, Kermit usually introduces the guest star, but it was fitting that Fozzie, because he is the comedian, mm -hmm. there's definitely a link between, or a bond. A bond. Yeah. That's the, that's the best word for that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really let Fozzie lead mm -hmm. a lot of this, which was nice. Phyllis received the uh, classic Muppet mobbing there. Mm -hmm. And it is season two where this whole opening changes. So Gonzo sets off an explosion uh, as he hits the uh, the gong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fozzie. So as you mentioned, uh, this time it is Fozzie Bear introducing the show, claiming that uh, he's doing so because Kermit works too hard. Uh, Kermit tells Fozzie, uh, you introduce the show and I will pull the rope. And he's talking about a trap door that Fozzie's right. actually standing on here. Right. Fozzie believes it to be the curtain. Yeah. Which it is not. Yeah. Yeah. Some real subter subterfuge here. Mm-hmm. And I like that Fozzie introduces, introduces her as the super extra special guest star, which I think is how we introduced you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See? Look at that. I'm honored. Oh, Mississippi yeah. mud. This is good stuff. Absolutely. It's the Gogolali Jubilee Jug Band singing Mississippi mud here. Yeah, they're all up in it. Yeah, like legit mud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these guys are always a treat anytime you get to see them, for sure. I'm sure the costuming team is really happy with this. Right? Yeah, with the, the Just mud imagine like yeah. how much <laughs> to clean after this, because these are Muppets they use again. Right. Yeah. The stage was probably disgusting. And that was probably really, really bad. So, uh, I mean, they're, I mean, that's kind of the background here. Is they're just kind of just in, in the in the field, stomping, stomping to the beat here. They are. They're they're beating it out. And I'm, I'm filling my glass. <laughs> That happens here. The mic picking up the the wine for you. Uh, yeah, just in case you were hearing that, we are imbibing while we are watching. Fine. Bubbly rosé. Bubbly rosé. Phyllis would be yeah, extremely would. proud. Yeah. Oh. Yes, we love the Stadler critics. Yeah. yeah, the critics are always been... Yeah, they're rough. They, but they've always been a favorite of mine. They're just yeah. the best. The ultimate hecklers. Mm-hmm. Bing Crosby had a great version of Mississippi Mud, by the way. Interesting. Oh. Okay, now we're backstage with Helga. Oh, yes. Hilda, I don't know why I want to call her Helga, uh, who's obsessed with looking young because of Phyllis because and the aforementioned yeah. plastic surgery. She has had her face lifted. You're not wrong. Yes. Yeah, she asked Scooter if he believes she has had her face raised, is the term she used, and uh, then considers uh, whether or not she should do the same. After all, she is 35. Right. Surprising that she hasn't done it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. all unspoken. Especially in show business. Scream. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> right, that's right. That's true. There's things that she could do before then, though. She could, you know. What? Yeah, dye her hair. Or, I mean, if you want to look young, there's, you yeah. know, kids are all going gray these days, so. This, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so, in this next bit, we have Phyllis doing basically a lounge, the lounge act. You yeah, described so it was Reno, very, basically. very similar to what you we're watching mm. right now. Yeah. Right. Was there a piano player? There it, wasn't a piano player. No, she was she was on a stage. But the but the vibe of this room was very very like the Reno show. 
Right. And the and no, nope, go ahead. Oh yeah, so yeah, the whole vibe here, and I'm hoping it was a little bit more upbeat. Um Phyllis and Rolf the dog, who is playing piano, are basically competing over whose life is more depressing. Who's more of a loser. Yeah. I think is. And uh <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she did herself, introduce herself in Reno as the geriatric Madonna. So it started uh, oh on like a, you know, the very strong self-deprecating note. And then it just, you know, went on from there. But And this is so, I mean, in looking at how they treated the Muppet Show guests, this is definitely sort of like, almost with Joel Gregg, sort of just like a straight ahead, like, this is what this person does. Oh, absolutely. As far as like... This is the venue you, you would see them in. This is yeah. like their shtick. I mean, I love this set. I mean, look at yeah. that lamp, for God's sake. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, it's like a... I mean, mm-hmm. it's a... It's, almost it's like very a, art deco. Very art deco. Yeah. Sculpturesque with the... All these lamps. Yeah. Go, this yeah. whole lounge is the great. Look of LA I, I would love that to time. be there. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. So, and they're holding the, the crowd spellbound with their their whole deal here. I love that they keep like the other Muppets just keep like just crowding around and like getting drawn in more and sure. more how could you not the one thing I did talk about in the intro is why Phyllis was in London at the time which I'd like to actually find and, mm-hmm. and look at uh, during the time that she was in London for this filming um, there was I like to look at Getty images mm-hmm. so that's where I find a lot of the like where were they? Because it shows up in the society pages. They had the sure. party for Phyllis Diller at uh, a sauna in London. So all of these people got together, and the women in the seventies had sauna parties. Like yes, they did. Show up in your beautiful outfit. Yeah. At a spa, and yes. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's where uh, I mean to to just go off on a bit of a tangent here. That's where Bette Midler got her start. Was mm. doing the, the bathhouses in New York. Oh, no no kidding. Mostly gay bathhouses yep, in New York. Yep. And that's where she got her first following or whatever. No kidding. That, yep. I just, that always stuck with me. I'm like, how bizarre, but how amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. She was one of the legacy. ones, Bette Midler was one of the ones that, like, I think Phyllis Diller paved the way for people like Bette Midler, Absolutely. people like Lily Tomlin, and mm-hmm. Bette Midler especially because... Phyllis has that music background and, yeah. Bette, and, and Bette Midler like brought yes. that as mm-hmm. well. So, absolutely. Yeah, I could definitely see a Even lot that of Rita that Moreno movie. movie. What was that weird, uh, not weird, but it was basically a bathhouse oriented movie. Hmm. I, I, we brought it up when we were oh, we discussed her last time. I love Rita Moreno too. Yeah. So what do these, what does Statler and Waldorf have to say here? They they think she's amazing, but they've forgotten what her name is, and she's no Phyllis Diller, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to backstage again, and um, Hilda is uh, About she's to still young. Hilda, she says. Right. She's contemplating her her change here, basically. And here it change. is. Yep. Mm-hmm. She comes out. She's got like a. a ginger wig on mm-hmm. looking like mickey with her ginger <laughs> hair basically she's got Some these huge sunglasses glasses. on sure and yeah, uh she looks good kermit recognizes her almost instantly and uh doesn't even acknowledge the uh the new look she's got going here and boom instantly into a muppet news flash which is the source of my moira rose 
uh, fixation on this episode. This Muppet News Flash This here. Muppet News Flash. Okay, so oh, the right. newsman yeah. is reporting yes. on a Miss Beverly Shepard, who is Phyllis Diller, making aviation history by strapping on a pair of wings to her arms and flying to Dallas. And so, she looks and yes. straight up like As Moira Rose in creep. The Crows, crows have, have Eyes. eyes. The Crows Have Eyes. And The Crows Have Eyes too. And three, the crow and thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. And she it's moves exactly like her. Like, ah, ah. Right. You're very. Yes. We oh, should send a message to Moira and just be like, I feel like. Have you watched this? And yeah. You did know. gifts on our website. I think she must have. Like, and oh, the weird thing, and I, I went deep on this. So the director for. Oh my god, I forgot the name of it. The Pruitts of Southampton. Um was another levy. Oh. Not related though. I was like, oh my god, this is it. This is like the the crux of the entire thing. Was, oh it was god. a levy family legacy. Good God. But it's not true. It's just that just happens to but be the, the same name. Coincidence. The coincidence. You can't deny that. Oh my god, Stadler and Wolf are at the ballroom? We cut to, we cut to at the dance here yes. and uh this time, one of the couples, oh, one, two, three, dip. dip. They're doing the one, two, three, dip, yes. Stadler and Waldorf. They are. Uh, we got Zoot uh, freestyling in the background. Leo, yeah. what are you seeing here? Give me a little play-by-play on the at the dance. <laughs> what? What's not happening? Yeah, we got George <laughs> the janitor. Saxophone. We got a frackle. We got Zoot like dancing with his saxophone in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, some light there's fire. fire? Yeah, some, that was the frackle. Some dragon breath. Okay. Here we go. This is this is my sweet spot, as as many many people know. This is the UK spot of this episode, and this time not featuring Ralph the dog. We have Doctor Keith uh, and Floyd, Suit and Janice, basically the Electric Mayhem minus Animal, doing a performance of Lazy Bones. Okay, this filmmaking is just. <laughs> Much like this whole, the way they treat the Electric Mayhem in the first season is very like um, a Led Zeppelin. Those Led Zeppelin films, those early like concert films. This time they're doing a little bit ad- additional animation on it. The big gel lights, the straightforward film uh, filming of it. It's fucking awesome. Now, it's flipping is this, awesome. Is this uh, Muppeteer? Muppeteer? Is that what you call it? Yeah. yeah. Are, is that person actually playing the piano? Or do they actually uh, they, do that later? Yes, it's two, two people usually doing that. There's things. hands and mouth. So someone, yes. whoever's Blind doing the hands is, is a, That's presumably a, knows how to play piano. Wow. Yeah. So... Lazy Bones is a 1933 song uh, out of Tin Pan Alley, um, and it's it's basically a jazz standard, and it's been recorded by numerous art artists, uh, probably most notably Louis Armstrong, good old Ho- Hoagie Carmichael, and uh, Harry Connick Jr. And I guess maybe why why it was especially the UK spot uh, in 1971. It was a top 20 UK hit. Wow. All right, now we're over to FaceTime with not Kermit. The talk spot. And this time, Fozzie's uh, taking the wheel. Normally, it's Kermit with the Sure. With the but talk he's, spot. He, you know, I'm going to try to get some tips yeah. from the queen of comedy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, she's having a hard time to, you know, dealing with 
the, the inquiry, really. But she does give him a good idea that he needs sort of a, he needs a hook, you know, he needs the situation. Right, right. A topic, as she calls it. Yes. Sure, and oh, there's the fang she reference the fang. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the only fang reference yeah. in, the, in the whole thing, but she does, yeah, she does bring him in. And that's a husband joke. Her laugh or her, like, her face when she laughs is one of my favorite things on the planet. Yes, it's... <laughs> absolutely iconic it's there's no way of denying who is laughing mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you hear it even when you don't see it i think i said when we were watching it together the other day that she reminds me of the madam puppet absolutely mm-hmm. and i don't mean that yes. in an insulting way she's just very animated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. madam's great too i mean absolutely yeah is Waylon flowers not do a episode of the muppet show that's a does he th- I don't think he does, and that's a flipping crime. It is a crime. There's There's a laugh. crime. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, I thought that I thought it had freeze. freeze. Oh, <laughs> I did. I thought it freezed, and it was just her wild, m- maniacal facial There's some tick. Like, yeah. Jesus. There's some posturing there. Good God. But you can see you can see the surgery here too, though, because if you look at some earlier you know, real of her doing comedy. She does have a different nose. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, yeah. you know, she's still very much herself, but she's, she does look different a little bit. Yeah. And she's just really landed down to Fozzie. You, you've got to lie to be a comedian. Mm. Yeah. And well, if you don't make you... it as a comedian, you can go into politics. Ah, <laughs> that's the big punchline. <laughs> Band playing funk music. Oh. Okay, I forgot about this until we rewatched it the other night. Mm. This is a flippin'. I'm sorry for my language, <laughs> but this is a flippin'. I accept your apology. Classic. I am and really love this Huggawaga jam. Yep, I this mean, is Huggawaga. Is... I feel like that's actually a plant on his head. It might be. So this had been a long-running skit for for um. He, you know, the Muppets had, had done this skit before, um, and it had been known as, I'm going to try to say it, Scalrap? Flyrap. Should we try it again? Easy nope, I'm gonna just going to leave that in. <laughs> Maybe that's why you go with Huggawaga instead. Yeah, and it and just, probably exactly it's kind of like a, ja- there's like a jazzy thing to this. This was a song written explicitly for the Muppets. This skit was first performed uh, during a Nancy Sinatra Las Vegas stage show. What? Uh, in 1971. Wow. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, Googling that later. Yeah. Uh, so basically, they're on this bizarre distant planet, this Huggawaga Muppet who has a, like a fire hose comes in, mm-hmm. and it's intercut with this very echoey childish acid green ass muppet singing you are my sunshine feathered bird maybe i don't yeah 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 teardrop head yeah and then of course the you are my sunshine yeah teardrop head so you are my sunshine (laughs) angers huggawaga like yeah he is he's not furious about that this is my jam yeah 
I mean, you're supposed to sing his Hagawaga song. He was just happy singing his Hagawaga, and this other guy came along and tried I get to you have the hit. Him. Right. I have. But this is Hagawaga. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the violence? That we just There's a fair yeah. amount of violence with the, the hosing, he, for sure. He did hose his head off. I gotta off. get this in here. Jimmy okay. Davis, who was the governor of Louisiana, was one of the first people who recorded this song, as well as Bing Crosby. <laughs> but, Based on everything, but, I think. The fact that um, the, the song reached number one on the R&B charts, it became the official song of Louisiana in 1977. Oh, that is my gosh. Or you Absolutely. are my subject. Hugga no, we're, we're talking about Hugga Wugga. Hugga Wow. Course, you are my sunshine. <laughs> no, I really honestly thought you were talking about Hugga Wugga. <laughs> I did too. Time. Oh, I, we are talking about you are my sunshine. <laughs> Oh, wow, I mm. yeah, I was straight up on the Hugga Wugga train. train. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 maybe Choo-choo. I didn't say that. Choo-choo. So we're backstage after a brief Statler and Waldorf. Hilda, um, this time receiving some uh, beauty tips from Phyllis. We got the hair, we got the lips. Yep. Yeah. Everything else is exactly the same. Fozzie's saying the change is wonderful. Set you up for the towels. <laughs> change of the towels is wonderful that's oh. kind of cruel mm-hmm. I think she looks better as her normal in her normal look yeah mm-hmm. wrong with her She's straight to Muppet cute. Labs which is the second second or third it's the only like this I'll just cut that out because <laughs> this is like night, Forgot episode 19 <laughs> we're like jumping but so we cut to Muppet Labs here and this time Bunsen is showing off his latest scientific uh, breakthrough, which happens to be an exploding hat. None and of these sound like they'd be very good. And ideas. exploding earmuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the use there? I have no what's your idea. Use case well, if scenario? you're like a spy, maybe. I don't so you can know. blow your own ears off? Except if you lose your hearing for yeah, some reason. Exactly. Blow your eardrums out. Gonna go well, see insurance puppy scam. Mm-hmm. Heard, there you I've, go. I've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have a blackout segment here, and this time it's Phyllis and Gonzo mm-hmm. um, discussing her camera, like a brownie camera. If you guys, you ask, ask your parents about a brownie camera. Wow, that was the fastest blackout ever. It was very fast, but it was a pocket camera, so it took really good pictures of the inside of her pocket. Thank you, Mickey. That was great. <laughs> and Veterinarian's Hospital. There's not enough piggy yet. No, they're still, I mean, season one, be, they're still just, really working out the character development on all of yeah. uh, with yeah. everyone. Yeah. She's yeah. developing her relationship with Kermit. Not a lot of Kermit groping and sure. mauling and whatnot. She's curb stomped like, him several times. But. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I love, I love her personality otherwise. The whole, you know, curvaceous bombshell. Absolutely. I just wanted to bring up that they are operating on a loaf of bread, the same loaf of bread from the Charles Aznavour episode. Yes, the French bread that's not actually French bread. Yeah, he's no. just a standard loaf, a loaf, but speaks French. He speaks French. Oh, he's a not French. in this, but in Aznavour's episode, he spoke French. Just stand by with the marmalade. Quick. Yeah, a lot. the standard groaning one-liners. Mm-hmm. So we cut to backstage, and this time Kermit is like, va va voom, who is this attractive lady? Because <laughs> Hilda's facing away. 
and she's got she's got like a really vel not velvety but like silky satiny, satiny dress chiffon on. maybe and evening gown it's bunched up in all the right spots for this green muppet <laughs> and um he really took a notice to it he did but unfortunately uh for hilda the the jig is up when her her undergarments kind of just pop her girdle bursts basically yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, she she really looks pretty and sad we've, about we've it. We've all been there. The old gray mare is just what she used to be. Oh, Jesus Christ! She's, you find the way you are. Yeah. I love you, okay. Yeah. It's the zenith of the episode, and mm. probably my favorite bit in the whole episode. The tiny sacks. Yep. Yeah, we have. <laughs> We have a beautiful Sacks. concert venue with Phyllis up front in a nice black dress with a little tiny alto sax. And they're playing the entertainer, the classic 1902 Scott Joplin rag. Yeah, yeah, her little. Her accompaniment. Is just whack. Right. Yes. Off I mean, it's key, it's off key, and, and her facial uh, like mm-hmm. gesticulation going along with her off key is just dynamite. Her tongue gets stuck in her freaking reed. her flipping yes. reed in the mouthpiece. Oh, oh my god! Like that, she that went to, to music no one wants school. That. I'm a percussionist, but I mean, I can imagine mm-hmm. that that hurts. Doesn't feel good. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. we have the full Muppet Orchestra going ham. Animal can hardly control himself. He's having a good Zoot? Okay. I forgot about this. Yeah, Zoot comes into play for real. He tries to get in there. Oh, my God. And, like, upstage her a little bit. Yeah. yeah, Just just smooth it out. Just need to smooth out the spot. Yeah, smooth it out is right. I think it takes a good musician to be able to come in and out of key, like, on purpose. No, absolutely. It's brilliant. It does. Absolutely. It It is a brilliant. It always takes somebody really talented to make something look... Yeah. Hard. Mm-hmm. You know, when it do, when it's not. Or when it is, but Yo, they do just, it with such grace. She did. And she just literally blew Zoot off the she did. stage. She did. Yeah. yeah. Ralph's jaw was qu- quivering, and she just finishes up it. with a solo. She's taking it. Yeah. Gonks the, knocks her noggin. To get the, the tune out. <laughs> Playing strained The physical comedy is just off the chain with this, you know? And the crowd goes wild. I I just love it. What a way to end an episode, too. Seriously. She she really enjoyed herself. You can tell, you know, that she just had fun. Absolutely. And Phyllis asks Kermit to do her a favor uh, and is like, hey, yo, frog, move to the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because she likes Fozzie and yes. likes Fozzie's game. She does like Fozzie. She so you know what? Fozzie. Kermit's going the hole because Fozzie pulls the cord. That's right. Mm-hmm. Trap door oh. and Muppet Mob. Yes. She gets the Muppet Mob at the mob. end. Classic Muppet Mob. Yeah. And uh, at the end, uh, Waldorf says that he loved the show and Statler pulls a rope opening a trap door in the balcony. Mmm. Just gonna play it out. 
yeah, just keep going with the trapdoor bit straight yeah, to the end. Yeah, right. It worked before. I do like oh that Stella God. and Waldorf were dancing in this one. We I really didn't get too. to like talk about that enough. The little dip. No, really no. Cute. I mean, it, it, you know, that's just an internet thing. Now we all know mm-hmm. that. We all they know don't get out of the booth much. Those no. two. No. It was a sure. very weird ballroom for them. For everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. So who do we have next? Leo, who's next? Vincent Price. I can't wait <laughs> for Vincent Price. Yeah. That Dude, voice. Two great guests and two great episodes back to back. I can't believe it. This is it's fantastic. I am pretty great. You, you are, are pretty great. <laughs> you guys are great. Until then, thank you for joining us. For more It's the Muppet Show, check us out at it's the Muppet Show Podcast.com. Also, you can listen and watch along on YouTube. Watch clips and full episodes at slash It's the Muppet Show podcast. Like We're, and subscribe. I was just going to yeah! say that. You are so... Did you read my notes? I'm fired. No. <laughs> I'm fired and Mickey is taking just over. sense. <laughs> that was insane. Okay, you can also listen to us on all podcast providers uh, where you can also like and subscribe. And I cannot wait until the next episode. Yeah, it's gonna be real good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.